When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How much should you pay for a food truck employee? We are going to talk about pay, benefits, and cross-training today on 10-Minute Food Truck Training. Hi, I'm Bill Moore, founder of foodtrucktraining.group. Last week we talked about recruiting. So what about keeping people? That's just as important as recruitment. Once you go out and find somebody that that says, yes, I'll come work for you. You're so excited. How do you keep them? How do you keep them so that they don't wander off to the next uh, business that's going to pay them another 50 cents an hour? Well, first thing you want to do is pay what your area pays for a line cooking in a restaurant. That means you may have to call a few restaurants and find out what they're paying. In my area, it's about $18 an hour right now. And then they do some additional things to keep people in their business, you know, free meals, free uniforms, that type of thing. Those are all things you can do too. Everything that you can add that's a little perk that doesn't cost you actual cash money creates value. So a free meal may cost you a dollar fifty. But of course the retail price on that may be six or seven or eight dollars. So you can point out, hey, I'm giving you eight dollars. Again, that's a, a bonus, a perceived bonus for your employee and a reason for them to stay working with you. So again, pay whatever a line cook in your area makes. Don't ever think that you're going to pay somebody minimum plus tips because I can guarantee you right now what happens is minimum wage produces minimum results. You're not going to find a great employee for a minimum wage job. You're just not going to. Minimum wage has always been there for entry-level people. That means people with zero skills. You may have to hire somebody with zero skills, but you better have them on a fast track as they gain skills to make more money. If you don't, once you've taught them how to do the job properly, they'll go to somebody that will pay them more money. So again, minimum wage is entry level only. Once they have gained any kind of skill, you're going to give them a raise. If you don't, you're guaranteed going to lose them. Determine the realistic number of hours you can can give them. Don't say, I can give you 40 hours if you can't. If you can only give 20, tell them that. Let them decide if that's what they need for their personal finances. And you want to be realistic. Tell them it's going to start at 20. If sales increase the way I think they will, we may go to 25 or 30. But be honest. Also realize that whatever wage you do decide to pay them is not going to be all you're paying. It's not going to be the total of your payroll expenses. You're going to have to do the FICA match. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to to do some research. Because in your past life, when you were working for somebody else, you had that little deduction on your paycheck, the FICA, which is your Social Security tax. Guess what? The dollars that were on your paycheck that you're paying to Social Security, your company was also paying that exact same amount for you. So when you hire somebody, you're going to be paying your share of their FICA tax. So it comes out of their paycheck, and then you're going to also be paying the same amount for them. 
So again, a $15 wage is not $15. It's going to cost you more money in payroll taxes. If somebody works for you and gets hurt, a lot of states charge your uh, unemployment and your workers comp by the number of hours that you're paying. So again, you're paying for a lot more. So keep that kind of stuff in mind when you consider hiring employees. It's going to cost you more than whatever your hourly wage is. Also, food truck workers are not contract laborers. I see this all the time that people say that they do a 1099. And a 1099 is the official form for paying someone straight cash with no taxes of any sort taken out. So if you hire a contractor to build something for you, you may just pay them uh, and use a 1099 form. You just pay them straight and they're responsible for their own taxes and their own uh, benefits. Sounds good, except the IRS says no, food truck workers are not contract labor. If you don't believe me, that's fine. If you have a friend that says, I run a food truck and I pay with 1099s, they're wrong and you can prove it to them. There's a form called SS-8. Fill that out, send it to the IRS and they'll tell you, no, a food truck employee is not contract labor. So you don't have to take my word for it. Just fill out that form and you'll have all the answers you need. Pay all your staff the exact same amount. It's very annoying when I see somebody say, I'm paying my cashier $8 an hour because it's just a cashier and I'm paying my grill guy $15 an hour. You don't understand teamwork because the moment that you set a pay differential from one job to the next in an environment that should be a team, you're going to have somebody say, that's not my job. I don't get paid to do that. Why should I go over there and flip that hamburger? He makes 15 bucks an hour to do it. Let him flip them. That's what's going to happen. You're not creating a teamwork environment. Cashiers are more important to you than the grill guy. And if you don't understand that, that's why you're here trying to learn. The cashier is the face of your business. The cashier is the one that's going to increase your sales by saying, hey, would you like cheese with that? Would you like a soda to drink with that meal? How about some dessert with that? We have a delicious brownie. They're the ones that increase your sales. The grill guy doesn't do that. So why would you pay a cashier less then you're paying somebody that's working that grill. No answer to that, right? Because there's not. You're hiring a team. They all make the same amount of money to start. Then as they demonstrate proficiency in certain jobs, you pay them based on their ability and you give them more money based on their ability. But every job starts at the exact same amount. Again, reward superstars with increases. Cross train everybody. The cashier should know how to work the grill the grill guy should know how to ring up an order. The sandwich maker should know how to run the grill and cashier. Everybody knows every job. And no one says, that ain't my job. Everybody learns the job. You put the best people in the, their best position. Because clearly there's some people that will be better cashiers than they are grill people. There's not a problem with that. But in a pinch, if the grill guy calls off, that cashier could step up and run the grill. That's why you cross-train. If the uh, cashier is going so fast that they're starting to blow away the grill operator and you say, hey, cashier, can you slow down just a bit or even stop taking orders for a moment? If they're not cross-trained, what are they going to be doing? That's right. They're standing there doing nothing. And every person in line sees them standing there doing nothing. Cross-train everybody. Your job is going to be to train, coach, and motivate. And you do that all day long. Baseball players, basketball players, the folks that make millions of dollars a year to do practically nothing, they have a coach that tells them, 
you need to swing the bat differently. You need to do this play at this time because this guy's not paying attention to the defense. Those are things that coaches do. They're guiding the team, hopefully to victory, and that's what you need to do. Just because you hired somebody that worked at a Waffle House to be your grill operator doesn't mean they know your procedures, and it certainly doesn't mean that they understand how things work in your truck. you got to train them, and you got to train them on your expectations, and you're going to motivate them all through the shift while they're doing the things you just trained them on. And you can do that day after day after day. You're going to tell them, you're doing an awesome job. Keep it up. Let's go. We've got to go a little bit faster. Hey, slow down just a second, cashier. We've got too many orders uh, that need to be made. Slowing down means pacing the line. So you're going to be the one that's guiding your team through the service. Hiring experience is great, but unless you guide them and lead them, things are going to fall apart. If you're struggling right now, more than likely it's because you're not leading. I've been there. I've had times where I've done shorthanded days and done $700 in two hours by myself in a 20-foot long trailer where we ordered at one end and had to deliver the food at the other end. And in between the two windows was the all the equipment to make the food. So I walked miles that day. We've all been there. Be the boss you've always wanted to be. Be fair, but be firm. Enforce your policies. If you don't have policies, you need to write some. People need boundaries. They need to know what they can and cannot do. Celebrate your successes in a very public way. And when things don't go the way you want, you chastise your employees in private. You never ever do it in public. And you never ever do it as a group. When you have that group meeting and everybody is, and the boss is just getting on to everybody about how terrible things are, that's not the way to improve morale. It's not the way to improve a business. Something goes wrong, you point it out in the moment and explain how to make it better. That's what a good boss does. So you set the example for your staff. How you treat your staff, how you treat your staff is how your staff will treat your guests. So if you're rude and cuss and, and short with your staff, you can be guaranteed they're going to be rude and short and cuss in front of your guests. It's going to happen. Have more details, believe it or not, on a video presentation coming up on our private Facebook group. The link will be in the description. And until next time, you guys have a great and profitable week.